ghetto ass styrofoam wrapped around here. Bro, okay. <laughs> I was watching some shit on some on some really mainstream podcasters. They had the same shit. Sure. sure they did. I'm serious. Now it might not have been a coat hanger. You know. <laughs> especially one that was left over from a home right. abortion. Right. But they it was right. the same and concept. What do you say to the allegations that my microphone is just an acorn tied to a stick. Bro, just, you're getting too fancy with me. Just get over <laughs> it. So I'm Ryan LaFever, and this is Zach. Check out my feet-oriented OnlyFans, Keddington. That's right, we were already recording. Show started. <laughs> Welcome back to Andre Chikatila, part three on Record and Form Murder. So last week, we dove fucking deep. No, yeah, we did. <laughs> Possibly too graphic to Andre's murders. The dude ramped the fuck up, stabbing his victims 20, 30, 70 fucking times. I mean, he was just... Stab, 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 stab! I mean, he's going... <laughs> okay, think of a fucking jackhammer, and it's got a knife on there, it's just going... You gotta remember, this man was an educator. He was a teacher. He's like, kids, how do we count to 70? One, two, three... <laughs> <laughs> little billy come up here i want to give demonstration <laughs> i mean he was a renaissance man now that i think about him yeah teacher yeah uh i want to i want to say he worked on the the newspaper or some shit when he was right. in high school all right militiaman militiaman trying to find a alleged serial killer internal affairs internal affairs yeah and renowned gum enthusiast rain man he was <laughs> We'd elect him today. Yeah. Jack of all trades. <laughs> so as we know, he liked to cut off body parts and chew on them fucking nipples. Sexual organs. Pussy. Dicks. He liked to chew on all of it. <laughs> we learned about the investigation, his involvement in it, and his final countdown. countdown. <laughs> but before we go on, if you like the shows, the stories, or sick fucking humor, go rate us on Apple Podcasts. Five stars, motherfucker. Or four. Say something cool. Say, I got this nice butt plug, but I just use it a paperweight on my desk and nobody knows it. <laughs> I don't know. Something. <laughs> I gave us three stars. <laughs> you fucking <Yeah>. asshole. <laughs> don't just don't do it. If if you don't like it, cool. Move the fuck on. It doesn't nobody, nobody good giving us anything below four. So right. Five. Right. We hold a lot of our self identity in those ratings. Yeah, so like I if you give us a three, uh, I'm cutting myself. Like we don't have that many right <laughs> yet, because you know, we just started. But even the few that we have and when I say few, two, because we just started. Dos I read them over and over yeah. again. And it's, oh, yeah. I'm sure it's good for me. Yeah. Oh, I actually printed them out. Put it on my wall. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I've got them tattooed on me, memento <laughs> style, so I never forget. <laughs> um, so give us a rating. Like I said, it helps us a lot. And if you're feeling extra fucking nardog, head over to patreon.com forward slash record for a murderer. So me and Zach can stop sucking dick on the street. I mean, we'll, well still do it. Yeah, we're not going to stop. Yeah. But I'll I mean, just we'll, cheaper rates. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. And yeah. And we can get some better mics and, you know, all that good stuff. And More we won't cocaine. have to tie it with a coat hanger. <laughs> yeah, just, I mean, I'm still doing it, no matter what. It's, it's the lucky coat hanger. Oh, fuck yeah, it is. That's the coat hanger that was tried to use on me <laughs> when I was uh, eight months old. Dodged it. So I've kept a sense. It's still got the stains on it. Still smells funky. <laughs> God damn. An old Ryan family heirloom. All right. Also with our Patreon, it comes with perks, bonus content, shoutouts, early releases, ad-free shit, all kinds of fucking shit. I'll even send you a picture of Zach's butthole. He's looking at me. This ain't happening. I mean... Okay, he's open for it, <laughs> so keep that in mind. We'll talk. In a world terrorized by a maniac that likes to chew on nipples, 
with a luster for brutal violence. He'll kill one more time. Women, children, he's the greatest fear. Now one will stay limp and mutilate, and one will rise with suspicion to stop a maniac. Andre Chikatilo, Igor Rybakov, a young police officer. Sergeant Rybakov is our only hope. So last week we left off with a sick fuck Andre killing poor Svetlana. Svetlana. Fitlana. I think that's what I... Svet? Yeah, remember? Svetlana? No S, just feet. Svetlana? Svet. Svetlana. Svetlana. Svetlana Krustik. Hey, it's Svetlana. Svetlana Krustik. You got the pizza, pepperoni. But on November 6th... I thought you said we're not joking about a young girl's murder again. Yeah, I said you oh, couldn't joke okay. about. Well, I mean, I play it off well. I, I put off that he's just kidding vibe. You put off that should I tell somebody vibe? I am telling. I'm telling everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so Andre lured her into the woods. He beat her, stabbed her, mutilated her, and murdered her. The butcher of Rostov struck again, but little did he know. It would be his last time. So after leaving the scene, Chikatilo headed to the Don Leshkov, Don Leshkov, Don Leshkov station. A young officer noticed Andre washing off his hands and his face. He also saw some grass and soil stains and a small smear on his cheek. It was red. Ooh. I know. What kind of red? Like licorice? <sighs> Do they have, do they have licorice there? Where Probably did licorice not. come from? Uh, I'm going to say licorice. From my extensive research, that you all know that I obviously do, came from Poland. I'd buy that. Yeah. Liquor, yeah. I mean, licorice. Yeah, yeah I'd buy that. Polish? Yeah, that's all I got. Both those words end yeah. with a shh. Yeah, they made it actually when the Nazis and the Soviets were invading them. There was just a guy in his basement trying to quickly rick up some licorice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> so Chikatilo stood out a little bit in his formal wear. In addition, he had a nylon sports bag or briefcase. Conflicting reports. Could it be... His fucking murder kit that he likes to carry around with him. You mean the one with the rope and Vaseline? Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's got that shit. <laughs> so Sergeant Rybakov stopped Chikatilo and checked his papers. As was standard operating procedure at the time, Sergeant Rybakov, upon closer look, noticed the red smear on his cheek and earlobe. Chikatilo also had a bandage on his finger on his right hand during the SOP of checking papers and asking questions. The train arrived. Chikatilo urged that he must... I must... I'm going Italian here. I must aboard the train. And they... Uh, we all know my accents are limited. And the young sergeant, really having no, no reason to detain him, allowed him to leave and later filed his report of the incident. No reason. <laughs> These are the same police officers that rounded up a bunch of mentally handicapped people convince them to confess and they see this guy with blood some suspicion maybe he's got vaseline i don't know and they're like well he is good communist i mean i have no reason to stop a comrade well see the other crazy thing at this point is is chikatila he was expelled from the communist party oh shit yeah he got his ass kicked out i can't believe they didn't pick him up right then and there i know where they get you can get kicked out of being a communist I mean, if what you, what you're not mean? living up to their standards, not, you know, not comradey enough. <laughs> yeah, dude. He <laughs> wasn't day. wearing red. You're not wearing red socks. <laughs> One day he was just in a meeting. It's like maybe the bourgeois on that bed. <laughs> <laughs> so seven days later, on November 13th, Korstik's body was found. Since it was near the Donleshkov train station, Sergeant Rybakov was brought in in surveillance reports along with all men questioned. 
and they were thoroughly looked over. In one of those reports was a familiar name, a name that was questioned in 1984 and prior, and a name that was placed on the 1987 suspect list. What name could that be? Ryan. No, don't you say it. <laughs> I wasn't there. Ah, it wasn't all right, me. All right, all right. Second guess. Chickadilla. Is it Chickadilla? Okay, I'll be honest with you. Every time I say Chickadilla's name, I think of Chicka Chicka Chickadilla pet. You know, like Chickadilla. That's what's going in my head every time we say Chickadilla. And I see him with his shaved head, and there's like a little hole in it that's not me, that's someone carved out, and there's grass growing out of it. Or the curly fucking bushy shit. That's the the curly green bushy shit. That's what he's got. He hasn't even drank yet, guys. He's not even drunk. <laughs> now, Burakov was looking deep into his butthole. Ha-ha! <laughs> no. <laughs> he was looking into Andre's past, checking with his previous employers, former colleagues, where he lived, etc. Chikatilo's former colleagues spilled the red fucking potatoes and filled the police in on Chikatilo's resignation due to, as we know, numerous complaints of sexual assault on his children. On his students, not his children. I don't think he. I don't think he ever actually assaulted in any way his children. I think they all loved him. You know. Oh, that's it's typical. It's almost worse in a way. Yeah. Like, dad's a good dude. And oh yeah. Then one day, I want to be like that. You're reading, yeah, <laughs> you're reading in the paper, <laughs> and you start to ask yourself, like, was that gum he gave me? <laughs> So on November 14th, Burakov placed Chikatilo under surveillance, watching his every fucking move. Under surveillance, Chikatilo was seen at a bus and train stations, approaching women and children who were alone. He would become a chatterbox. And when they wised up and took off, they noted Chikatilo would wait a few minutes, then find another young person to strike a conversation with. Of course, there's nothing wrong with a little conversation. Sure. I mean, Chikatilo is an old man at this point, middle-aged, you know, and he keeps going up to, you know, 13-year-olds, 12-year-olds, 9-year-olds. Nothing abnormal about no. that. No. That, that's fine. But So he was a 50-year-old man by himself going up to these young people, chatting them up. After six days of surveillance, on November 20th, Chikatilo left his house with a gallon flask for beer. A gallon Flask of beer, is that what you said? Or four beer? Like it was full of beer? No, he went he went to go fill it up. You can make a gallon flask? You couldn't. Where do you put it? Like a flask is normally you put it in a pocket. Like i you're talking like a gallon of milk here. No, nah, yeah, yeah, but for beer. <laughs> I feel like instead of free college mm. in the in politics these days, if they were just like, you can have a gallon flask to fill it for beer. You know, because they have those like water filling stations, but instead it's beer filling stations. Oh yeah, I'd sign up. I'd Fuck sign up. Hell. Yeah, yeah. Take my my college. Give me that flask. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Four more years. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> so he wandered around. This is a hard one. Novotrkosk. It's pretty good. Novotrkosk. First one, second one. I don't care. Fuck you. So doing what Chikatila does. Attempting to conversate with children he would meet along the way. He's a chatty fuck. At some point, he went to a cafe. Maybe to watch young people? Who knows? But immediately upon leaving, Chica fucking Tilo was arrested by four undercover police officers. And on his possession, a folding knife, his murder kit, which was similar to the one he had years ago. The old tried and true knife rope and a jar of fucking Vaseline. You know, for the... think just putting your fist in a fucking jar of mayonnaise no 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 officer no no i i can explain i can explain i i use the rope to mountain climb and the knife in case i find bear and the vaseline in case i fuck bear maybe i want to climb into bear's ass i, mean, I need vaseline to do that i'm big all the way in there <laughs> fucking ace ventura man in the rhino's ass but it's chica teal <laughs> I'd buy that story. Dude. No wonder he got off so many times. <laughs> he got off a lot without any erection. So at this point, everything they had was still circumstantial. Yes, he molested his students. 
Yes, upon looking into his travel records, he was present at various murder locations. He was no longer a member of the Communist Party, though. As like we said, he was expelled. Hook, line, and fucking sinker, right? Yeah, we got him. Not that easy. Mm. Still circumstantial. Here you have Andre Chikatilo with various degrees, with a wife and two children. Not something you think a demented murderer would have. While in jail, though, they placed an undercover police informant in his cell. This informant was under the orders to hold conversation with Chikatila to obtain as much incriminating info from his as possible. However, Chikatila told him not a, not a fucking thing. Didn't fall for it. No, he didn't. He's smart. I mean, stupid too, but he's smart. Yeah. Got I mean, and some would almost call him retarded. <laughs> <laughs> so, on to the interrogation. The interrogator, Isa Kostoyev. I feel like I want the second O, like I want to eliminate it. I got you. It. I got you got you. it? Isa Costco. <laughs> <laughs> Is that where Costco came from? Yeah, 100%. Welcome. Welcome to Costco. I love you. Vaseline on aisle two. That's a idiocracy reference I had there. Yeah. Which is perfect for today. Um, in the times that we're in. So Isa Kolskiev attempted to convince Chikatila he was a sick man in need of medical help. And that if he confessed, he'd be found insane and thus not prosecuted. Kolstyev, despite Chikatilo's calm old man performance, plus armed with the knowledge of the search of Chikatilo's house, which contained 23 knives, and the medical examiner's report of his finger, which concluded it was indeed a bite inflicted by a human, convinced Kolstyev that Chikatilo was a manipulative monster. <sighs> this is kind of around the time that they first learned about serial killers, wasn't it? Like they didn't really know too much about him before. I mean... 70s, 80s. I mean, yeah. I mean, I know for us, this is still in the early stage. Right. But I think their big their big problem is that they were like, this is communist Russia. They don't exist here. Right. You right. Know? Well, I mean, nowadays we think like, they're like, oh, the serial killer. He had a wife and two children, a normal life. And you're like, yeah, him and every other fucking serial killer. Yeah, exactly. You like, know how many people I know that have wife... And two children. And are serial killers. And I'm like, maybe I should fucking kill them <laughs> to stop a serial killer. <laughs> you can thank me later. <laughs> you would go back and kill baby Hitler. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not planning any murders. Today. But if I do, you're all accomplices. No, I'm not. <laughs> so. <laughs> Satire. So, but Chikatila, he held his ground and denied, denied, denied. He would go on to say it was just a mistake. Just like it was in 1984. <laughs> We've been here, guys. I did not do it. I have wife. I have children. Would you care for a stick of gum? <laughs> Would you like to walk into woods with me? The woods are lovely. I have some stamps. <laughs> you don't happen to have a son or daughter, do you? <laughs> That's fucking gross, dude. I, especially because it's really hard for me not to see the pictures of the crime scenes. Have you looked at any of that stuff? No. I want to keep my Dude. mental health going. All right. Like, we're hanging on by a thread over here. Yeah, so I'm gone already. I see those pictures. Boom. Thousand-yard stare. Oh, fuck. <laughs> well, if any of you are sick and twisted and you want to see those pictures, you can definitely find them, whether it's on Reddit or any other websites. Just do a little quick searching, and you'll find everything you want to see. They're pretty bad? They, I mean, they're black and white, okay. so they're not as bad. Right. You know, I think it takes a little bit of it away from it. Um, but you're talking about stomachs cut open, you know, the expressions on their faces and stuff. I mean, it is pretty sick. Oh, shit, dude. Yeah. You should probably stop looking at that. I'm sorry. It's just... See, that's the thousand yard stare right there. <laughs> that one I was talking about. <laughs> oh, shit. So he denied everything. Chikatilo even wrote several essays for Kostya. Writing of years of humiliation, his sexual weakness, admitted he was out of control, impotent, and that he molested his students, but he denied the murders. His written essays, however, did fall into place with Dr. 
Bukunowski, his profile. See, in 1985, Orokov enlisted a psychiatrist to profile the serial killer. Good move. Yeah, it kind of yeah. surprises me, coming right. from them, you know. Right. They've been so incompetent up until this point, you'd think <laughs> they wouldn't think of that. No. But however, at the time, the very, very, very long profile description, and when I say long, I mean 65 pages long. I mean... What they do describe as like morning routine? Dude, everything. What does shit look like? <laughs> he takes long, lumpy shit. In my medical opinion... The serial killer would wake up at 5.58 a.m. every morning and then enjoy six ounces of coffee. He wears one white sock (laughs) and one striped sock. On Wednesdays, his wife scolds him for not putting dirty laundry in the wash. It is wash day. (laughs) (laughs) So they, they, uh, this long report, even though now proving to be pretty accurate, it was put to the side. They just felt that this long-ass report just didn't reach out to him. It didn't give him what they needed at that time to catch Chikatilo. And when I say, and just with a lot of, looking at a lot of these these task forces and shit that go after these serial killers and shit, when I say it doesn't provide what they needed, I think what that means is it was too much work. You know what's funny is, you're talking about too much work for... A group of people that said, let's talk to everybody that owns a car in Russia. (laughs) It's also the same people who are like forced confessions and they fucking executed a dude for someone who didn't do it, yet they let him go. Yeah. More than once. And you think, too, like you're already bringing in everyone with a car and everyone with a certain blood type. You think maybe this report would narrow that group down a little bit more, too. You know? Right. But... Maybe he. I think the problem was it was sixty some odd pages, and the guy sent to read it was like maybe Burkhoff didn't know how to read. Hey, he just didn't want to. He's he like, hey, can you give me the crib notes? <laughs> Some, summarize his name of killer in document. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if I have to read this report, I can't go down to the train station and get me a prostitute. <laughs> da, I want him to play with my pickle. I want to drink vodka. Is stupid. You give me a 60-page report 30 years before Audible? <laughs> I'm not reading this. <laughs> so the divisions of especially serious crimes. Great name. Yeah, it was, but they, they should have taken it a little more seriously. They didn't live up to the name. Meanwhile, the informant reported that interrogations were causing Chikatilo to become more defensive. He reported that they were rough. Rough. And didn't follow protocol. Getting nowhere and still not really having anything solid to hold him on. They had to pull a Hail Mary. A risk. Letting Chikatilo go. Because by law, they had 10 days before they had to release him. Which really, again, that's another thing that is fucking odd to me. They really got to follow these rules. Hey, hey. All all of a sudden. Wait a minute. Are you retarded? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's not, guys. He can go. We can't hold him. Yeah. That's what's funny. It's like all of a sudden they're like. We have to follow these rules now. Yeah. Before we did it. <laughs> but now we're going to. Yeah. Because we we probably have the guy, so let's follow the rules. All right. We want to make sure we do this the right way. <laughs> By the book. We don't wanna we don't wanna kill anybody else. <laughs> God damn. So in comes Dr. Bukanovsky, the shrink that profiled Killer X a few years ago. Which Killer X is another uh pseudonym. Yeah, for Chikatilo. Yeah. Dr. Bukanovsky's plan was to go in there non-threatening and strictly for science. The doctor made a deal that his tapes and findings would not be used in trial with the Russians. So he told Chikatilo this. He explained to Chikatilo he was just here for science to better understand the mind of a killer and to better understand mental disorders. He also reassured Chikatilo that he would explain this process in court and would also explain these disorders to Chikatilo's family. Bukanovsky quickly saw this was the man he profiled. The good doctor showed Chica extracts from the profile. After two hours with the doctor, Chikatilo began to break down and confess. Was it because he wanted to get all this rage, humiliation, and guilt off his chest? Or was it 
Just that he was fucking bored out of his mind with fucking nerd Bukanovsky. <laughs> Finally, someone that gets it. <laughs> Bukanovsky probably had no friends, nobody talked to, and he's just like, You want to hang out sometime? <laughs> it stopped being about the case a long time ago. <laughs> Let me read you 65 pages of my profile report of you. Bukanovsky's like, No! I mean, Chikatilo's like, No! I did it. Don't read no more. Chapter two. <laughs> Your trash day is Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Chapter three. You sleep with your socks on, but no sheets. And in the middle of night, you take one sock off in sleep, roll to left side, and hang off bed. <laughs> you also have three quarters half glass water on the nightstand. Are we misreading this? Is he the actual killer and he framed Chikatilo? Like, he's just been watching I mean, this dude for years. 65 pages, yeah. man. He's been staring through the window, just watching this whole time, going, oh, yeah. After I'm done killing these kids, this guy's going to get it. I'm going to be going off. Because I'm just, Bukanovsky just... <laughs> just fapping away, man. <laughs> After two hours of this shit, Chika discussed in detail the crimes. Bukanovsky left the room to let the interrogators know that Chikatilo was ready to confess. Cops couldn't even do their job. He had to get a shrink to do it. Kolskyov was jumping with joy and gave Chikatilo a formal statement accusing Chikatilo of 38 murders. 38 murders. Sounds like a lot. Sounds like it's short. From what we've been talking about, sounds like he might have done more than that. I don't know, Zach. To me, 38 murders sounds like a lot to me. Child's play. Goddamn. How many murders <laughs> do you want him to have? I just wanted to be my record. That's all. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> right, so Chikatilo. So Chikatilo denied involvement of two of these murders, but admitted that he was indeed guilty of 36 of these murders and the other crimes they listed, providing full detail how he went about the murders. One of the first murders he detailed was Yelena Zakhnova. You know, the murder case the police already saw and executed a man for? Mm. Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> you think they let that come out? You think they were like, uh, maybe you didn't do that one. They, they were probably scared as fuck. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, you didn't... No, no, Because did. Russia didn't fuck around. Yeah, you ju you just said you didn't do those two. You sure you didn't do this one, I mean, too? look at Chernobyl. They fucked that up, and what did they do? <laughs> they just let them all die. Yeah. Everything's okay. Yeah. Stay calm, comrade. <laughs> yeah, they they fucked that place up so bad, Ukraine's not even in the country anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so Chikatilo was keeping no details to himself. He spoke of how he would see young women leave the train stations to exchange sexual favors. Which he hated. Because, of course, he himself could not actually do these things. Fuck, that is. Fuck. He could have fuck. In case you didn't know. In case you forgot. He confirmed the eye mutilation theory. That he did, in fact, remove the eyes or, or mutilate the eyes because of the superstitions that the image of the killer remained in the eyes of the victim. But also because he just didn't like them looking at him. That's fucking evil. Don't look at me. <laughs> So just remember, next time oh, somebody man. says, don't look at me, and they're freaking out. Don't better not look at them. Oh, dang. They're going to take your eyes. And then they're going to fuck your dead body. With the knife toe. <laughs> we can only hope I'm dead. <laughs> Check out our merch store at <laughs> www.wreckinformorder.com forward slash merch forward slash dill knife toe for one easy payment of $19.99. You too can fuck like a jackhammer. Uh, full disclosure, there is only one in stock, and it's slightly used. I'm wearing it right now. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Right, how do we get off on the dill knife dough again? Mm -hmm. It's like your love child. Yeah, dude, I'm pretty get, proud of it. Yeah, bring that up every now and then. Yeah, I'm proud of it. Right. It was a good, I mean. Yeah. You know what it takes? Really special mind to think of something like that. Okay, you tell me, <laughs> let's say on, what's the late night? Adult Swim? Yeah. You're saying if 
What is that fucking Seth Green fucking show? Robot Chicken? Yeah, yeah. yeah let's say you got a robot chicken, in fact. And it's got a fucking dill knife dough on it. It's just going around fucking things. Maybe it's just fucking pumpkins. Right. I don't know, but it's just... Sure. But it's happening. Yeah. It's fucking something. In fact, he carves a pumpkin with the, with dill, the knife. dill knife dough. He's an artist. Yeah. This isn't, this isn't sick, guys. This is <laughs> art. So poor Andre, you don't like them looking at you. Well, I don't think they like being cut up, jerked off on, and having their nipple bit off. With the eyes, though, he later decided that this superstition was bullshit. He was like, no, that's not true. Which explains why the pattern changed. One by one, Chikatilo went through and explained each of these gruesome murders. Giving details are just so damn brutal. Why I feel Chikatilo is the real-life boogeyman. I mean, did like to take his pants off. And boogie down around the bodies. Pants off, dance off. Is that what was happening? <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay. Straight fucking disco nights. Sure. Uh, 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 uh. You're not staying alive. <laughs> You're not staying alive. Uh, 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 uh. Jizz in my pants. <laughs> You're going to get a suit. <laughs> <laughs> That's some disco 70s song that nobody gives a shit about. Okay. I, I fucking referenced them. You know, it's I give true, him credit. Fair. Fair I nice. don't know, remember what the song. Saturday Night Live? Saturday Night Fever. John Saturday Travolta. Mm. A rapist. Is he? No, I don't think so. I'm yeah. <laughs> In that movie, I think he was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I watched can, it once. We can say that. I'm pretty sure in the movie he did rape a girl. It looked okay. like it. In the movie. And yet, I'm sure he was like the heartthrob back then. In the movie. We can, we can say that. Yeah, the it movie. Was in the movie. <laughs> so imagine Chikatilo on the TV shows, Dancing with the Stars, or so you think you can dance. I might cut that out. I I think I had that as a note last time, and I knew where I was going with it. And now you don't. I don't. I have take no out this, idea. Take up this whole section if you need. Then <laughs> otherwise they're gonna be like, what are they talking about? Like John Travolta. John Travolta's good. It falls in with the Boogie Nights. No, well that can stay then. I thought you're. I thought this is all one big like climax. You know. At this point, I don't remember. Mm. So Chikatilo, he could not get sexually aroused without violence, saying, I had to see blood. Man, I kind of want to do this as a different accent. Like, mm, I had to see blood and wound the victims. And the moment of cutting her and seeing the body cut open, I involuntarily ejaculated. Mm. <laughs> what does it sound like? Uh... Bruno from, you know, the, the guy that made Borat that movie. I'm Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie, man. So he was a sexual tyrannosaurus. Now, that ain't right. Sexual sadist? Mm, yeah. <laughs> I was expecting Maybe more. Not. Was... Well, let's try to think of a different dinosaur. But uh, Which, wait. Softosaurus. Which dinosaur do you think fucks? Mm. I would say the Stegosaurus, man. Right, yeah. It's got the horns for and sure. shit. For sure. I'm thinking the Triceratops, though. That's what I was thinking. Right. Yeah. Right. Sexual Triceratops. <laughs> Only, like, without the horns because... We're going back to... You couldn't get hard. I don't think I had this conversation with you. I think it was somebody else, but the Dill Trident. I yeah, came up with another man. one. It's well, a Trident, m- but it's got three <laughs> dildos on it. <laughs> how many of these are you going to make? There's so many. <laughs> I think I'm in the wrong profession. I should go to... The sexual toy industry. <laughs> do you like, how do you start that? You think like a small business loan or some shit? Or... Listen, ma'am, 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 I really need $30,000 to start out my dildo shop. Mm-hmm. And listen. And probably these, 30 illegal immigrants. Right. These, are, these are great products, okay? <laughs> High product value. You know what? Here, bend over, I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> demonstrate. You can't have, you can't pitch a product and not right. demonstrate it. Right. So, I know last time I said Chikatila was an unorganized killer, but I'm not sure. Because he also described how he'd stalk his victims, follow them, plan the attack, learn their routes, their habits, and figure out a way to get that person along. So he did have a plan. Not all the time. But he explained how some were just voos. Moors. Oh, yeah. What's that? It's a fucking acronym I just made up. Okay, please. I'm a fucking pioneer. Victims. <laughs> Of opportunity. That's right. Voo. That's a voo. So That's if you're in the law profession, 
you know, law enforcement, yeah. start using that shit. They were just a voo. <laughs> <laughs> Chief, uh, somebody died here tonight. Why you call him a voo? <laughs> well, because that's just a victim of opportunity, and that's one you can't escape. Or, and that's just how it crumbles. Yeah! I'm thinking, I'm thinking of, like, one-liners from, like, NCIU right. or some CS, shit. CSI Miami. Yeah, yeah. Do you, like, looks like they were a voo. What What do you mean, voo? The voo-doo-doo. <laughs> yeah! It's doo-doo, baby! <laughs> so, he also went into detail about how our Donato theory could very well be correct. He said that the stabbing was a substitute for sexual intercourse. Damn. Yeah. So, I mean, we're... You're onto something. Yeah, we're not that crazy. We're... You keep saying we. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're in on this. I didn't... I didn't you were part of this if anything, brainstorming. If anything, I was a foo. <laughs> okay. I, I'll accept that. I'll allow it. A couple weird things that I came across... Chikatilo said with his male victims, he would fantasize that he was a hero that would capture them and torture and kill them. And the other weird thing I read said, based on his psychiatric reports, Chikatilo would place semen inside of a uterus and stroll along <laughs> through the forest, chewing on it. Quote, the truffle of sexual murder. Yo, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, dude? I know. How have we made jokes about this guy for two and a half episodes? You're telling me this dude walking around with a vagina that he put semen in and eating it. Yeah. yeah and so he next... called it the sexual truffle. Yeah. So next Easter, when you're eating uh, truffles, cream egg or a truffle, oh. when that when that juicy cream explodes yeah, in Halloween, your mouth. Halloween's right around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> This, all this just sounds like something I would make up. It sounds straight out of like a bad horror movie. Oh, I'd love to make a horror movie like this. Right, but it'd be like a straight to DVD kind of movie. Yeah, but those are sometimes those are good ones. Yeah, I mean, like Hobo with a Shotgun. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, you've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. What'd you think? <sighs> oh fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was awesome. If you're in like the 80s mindset of movies, which is during this time. Yeah. yeah. So in addition to the 36 murders, she can confess to an additional 20 murders. That's right. 56 total murders. He went on to her, taking the police to murder sites, finding bodies, etc. I told you it sounded low. No, it was low. Yeah. And I knew it was. I just. You're just giving me shit. No, I just wanted to build it up. Show, okay. <laughs> Showmanship. Or some shit. So he even demonstrated how he'd kill them with mannequins. So there's pictures of them, and there's actually videos of them leading them through the woods, finding some dead bodies that they haven't found yet, and demonstrating how he'd kill them. He was giving the police everything they needed, saying, quote, the whole thing, the cries, the blood, maybe you should do this part. You see the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> the I'm agony sure. gave me relaxation and a certain pleasure. Animal satisfaction. So did he take them to each site with mannequins? Like all 56? I don't know if they brought mannequins along to all of them. But he took them to each site. But he took to each site. Okay. Um, some of the demonstrations with mannequins were like in what looked like a big room gymnasium type deal. Okay. Um, others, they were... It looked like the murder site. Um, I saw some videos from some documentaries where he's walking out in the woods and, you know, here's Chica in his fucking red and blue and white <laughs> fucking, you've yeah, seen it, right? Yeah. Olympic t-shirt he yeah, wore during the trial. Yeah. Um, and he's walking him in and he also takes him to kill sites of undiscovered murders. Hmm. So they're finding bodies in some of these, which are fucking gruesome as fuck. You think they set up the mannequins like, I want you to walk me through just how it happened. Look, here's a mannequin alone in the forest. <laughs> just some sick detective in the background like, yeah, tell me about it. Uh, sir, this is the 12th murder he's uh, walked a step-by-step step through. I think we got... No, we don't got him. We don't got him. We need more. We need more. <laughs> Sergio, 
Why are you wearing big jumpsuit today? Why can't we see your pants? Why does it look like there's <laughs> some jerking off going on in there? It's cold. I, I draw arms inside. I put in uh, pants. It's warmer. And... Um, okay, I'm jacking off. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Sergio is the guy that let him Andre go in the beginning. Oh, and yeah. He's just back there in the back just like, yeah, show oh, me yeah. you fucking do it. Yeah, he did that on purpose. Oh, yeah. He let that guy go on purpose. He's like... Fucking Sergio, bro. He's like, how many more can you do? I've never met a good Sergio. I've never They're met just, any Sergio. <laughs> I've met one. Oh, shit. He was not a good man. Hmm. Well, it's uh, it's it's official. All yeah. Sergios yeah. are pieces of shit. Statistically. Unless you're Sergio. 100% you're cool. of the time. Yeah. I guess if you're listening and you're Sergio and... And you're cool. And you're cool. Then I take some of what I said back. Just some, though. <laughs> so I'm sure Chikatilo is loving every moment of this. I mean, he has all the attention. Probably feels like a fucking star. And something I noticed with these monsters, I'm sure everyone else has, is they love this shit. They oh, love the attention. It. You know? Fucking I almost love it. It's it's a point where, like, I can't believe you're hiding it for so long. You love to talk about it so much. You know? Because <laughs> <laughs> like, every single one, once they've been captured, man, they just can't shut up about it. Oh, yeah. I think part of it, too, is, like, reliving the the whole fucking gratification all the feelings that they went through about it like that's why a lot of these fucks kept trophies you know just fucking do it again but this chapter in his special stardom was coming to an end as the police now had more than enough evidence to take this motherfucker to court There were riots on the streets. Where were you? Sublime song. But this was the first day of Andre Chikatilo's trial. Andre was brought into a fully packed courtroom of 250 people, likely fam family members of the 56 victims. This courtroom isn't like an American courtroom. For one, they kept Chica in a large off-white iron cage. Fitting for the maniac, in front of the court was a three-person panel. In the center, the judge... The other two, can you guess who they are? Hmm. Jenna Jameson. I'm going to say... Fucking his hand jerkers. DA. They're just jerking off the yeah. judge during this whole yeah. fucking thing. You're doing such a good job, judge. God, I want to be You're a judge so in good. fucking Russia. You're doing so good. Oh, judge, yes. You got him now. You got him now, judge. No, don't let him do... You object, judge. <laughs> <laughs> don't rule yet, judge. Don't rule. <laughs> so the, the two that are on each side of the judge... Were the jury. They only had a two-person jury. On each side of the judge? Yeah. Oh, I bet they were impartial as fuck. Oh, so impartial. <laughs> <laughs> Be right next to the judge where they need to be. <laughs> the Meanwhile, best. the judge is looking like, guilty or not guilty? <laughs> Remember, I'm right here. I got the knife underneath the table. They have knife and, oh, that reminds me. How is your stepsister in Moscow and your son in Beirut and... <laughs> Well, you take a brief minute to think about it. Jerk me off. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen pictures or videos from the trial, I suggest you check it out. There's a couple of good documentaries where you can see how fucking crazy he looks. I mean, he's sitting in his cage, shaved head. They shaved his head, by the way, for lice prevention. Because, you know, I mean, the health and... Sure. It was just lice, I'm sure. Definitely <laughs> didn't make him look crazier. Oh, it, yeah, it definitely <laughs> helped. I mean, he looked like a fucking psycho. And in the cage, I mean, he's got this grin on his face, and his eyes are just fucking dashing around. Like, they couldn't even give the man a white cage. Why off-white? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's all psychological. I think it calms him down yeah. a little bit. Oh, maybe it does. <laughs> well, you know, I would try and break out of this cage, but... It's off-white. <laughs> I'm a big fan of beige, Yeah. <laughs> There's even a video during the ramp where he pulls down his pants, waves his dick around, and this is before the helicopter. He slaps it, talking about how his dick doesn't even work, and he was cursed. Or some shit saying, quote, Look at this useless thing. What do you think I could do with that? <laughs> Obviously nothing, Andre. <laughs> Can't fucking do shit. So two days. It took two days for the judge to read through Chica's indictments. I mean, we're talking about books and books of fucking evidence pictures that he went through. 222 case books to be exact. Shit. 
Yeah, there's a lot of shit. So on April 16th, dubbed Dicks Out for Chikatilo, <laughs> the judge allowed Chica to address the court. For two fucking hours, man. Don't interrupt. Like you were saying, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, two fucking hours, dude. Give him the mic. They did. He's got the stage, yeah. (laughs) So, Chica being Chica, this two hours is filled with maniacal talk, rambling nonsense. He claimed to be cursed, robbed of his genitals, which led him to murder. Saying he lost control, just like he did in court, when he pulled out his dick, screaming at the court, dropping his pants. And it is believed, at least I believed, that he was doing this shit to give the perception that he was insane. Because, I mean, during this, he does. I think a lot of it was a show with him. You gotta imagine it's, it's gotta be because he has lasted this long seeming normal. Yeah. And playing it off like a good family man, a good communist. And, oh, yeah. and all of a sudden, now he's fucking maniacal. <laughs> yeah, dude. So he whipped out his dick, fucking slapping around. But this whole dick episode, he was removed from court. Probably taken in the back room, fucking beat and raped. He probably was beat at he the very least. Beat. Yeah. This is... And meanwhile, Sergio's in the corner just, <laughs> yeah. yeah, fucking beat, yeah. beat him. I'm beat beating him. me right now. Yeah. Yeah, Andre, you like that? He so, nicknamed his dick Andre. Sergio, Sergio, uh, it is not cold in the courtroom. Why are arms and jacket again? <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't think the trial itself was a circus. But Chikatila definitely made it a circus. He claimed the judge's secretary was inciting his lust. His he secretary. Al- oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. He he he, uh-huh. he thought uh, at least he claimed that the judge that the judge's secretary wanted to suck his fucking wet noodle. <laughs> <laughs> was this while he was whipping it around? I, I I'd I, like I, to think. Pants down, whipping it around. He made eye contact and just started screaming, she wants to suck my noodle. <laughs> yeah. When he says that the judge's secretary is went to him, it was just with the, he had his dick out. And he was like, yeah, you want, to, you want to play with my dick, huh? Yeah. And she's just like, uh, no. Ju- judge. Why are you talking to me? I would like to declare a mistrial. The secretary <laughs> is clearly staring at my penis <laughs> <laughs> of course man everyone's looking at your dick everyone's looking it's at soft it won't get hard you're slapping it who's not gonna look it's like going to tijuana there's a donkey <laughs> show you're watching that oh shit. you're watching it yeah i at mean least once there maybe might be twice a, there might be a cover charge <laughs> but i'm paying it. it i'm getting in there at least once <laughs> you mentioned the uproar of 250 some odd people here to see the murder of their loved ones, and he's just taking his dick out. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I can only imagine like people were on their feet yelling. Yeah, that's why they had to take his ass out. It wasn't because he was getting crazy. Right. It was because they, yeah. the fucking court wanted to rip him to shreds. Yeah, remember this was like we're eight months into not Soviet Union. Like they're still pretty. <laughs> yeah. They're still pretty fucking riled up. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck man. Along with that. Uh, he claimed that the guards were punching him in the stomach to, quote, harm his baby. So now he's claiming he's fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger and fucking Junior. I got the baby in here. Danny DeVito. (laughs) (laughs) I don't hit my baby. (laughs) He's he's pulling all the strings, I think. Uh, The trial lasted six months. Chica blamed everyone, just like a lot of these fucks do. He blamed Stalin, famine, cannibalism, which I think, obviously, cannibalism cannibalism played a role in it i mean there was a lot of cases of cannibalism i want to say 2000 or more yeah and in his defense stalin probably didn't help the situation i don't think his childhood did yeah absolutely i mean he blamed on his parents communists everything and he does have some legit things there but just because shit goes wrong in your life right doesn't mean you can just go out and fucking murder and rape and kill people i mean think about it if you waited because this is what uh 1990s, mm. if he would have just waited, when did Viagra come out? If he would have just waited 10 <laughs> years, I think it was really soon, right? If he would have just waited soon. a little bit longer, he could have got himself some yeah. Viagra, got his dick hard, he could have had some fun. He could have fucked his wife for once. Well, that gives you the question then. You get a time machine. Oh, fuck Are you going that. back to kill Hitler or are you going back to give this man Viagra? I think it's a two for one. You can do both at the same time. Isn't it around the same time? So you time travel to Hitler. Yeah. Shoot him in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hop on the train. Right over to Ukraine. Boom. Viagra. Yeah, but I don't... I, at the same time, I don't know if I would do that. There was that uh, TV show with uh, James fucking Franco, which... 
Oh, I yeah, got a fucking, yeah, yeah. A I got a one. fucking heterosexual hard on for that, dude. Yeah, He's cool. Fuck yeah. fuck yeah. But he goes back to try to stop Kenny's assassination. And shit unravels. Shit fucking goes crazy. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if I would. Maybe Hitler was just the hero we needed. <laughs> <laughs> don't put you it know, in those terms, but I didn't think, maybe things would have went really bad. I didn't think episode three is when we'd start endorsing Hitler. <laughs> like I thought that would come later on. <laughs> I think it'd be this soon. No, nah, man, Hitler was Hitler was shit. Yeah. But all I'm saying is if you go back, it might end up fucking Unraveling. Armageddon shit. Right. You know? Even if you get this plus man, maybe. Have you ever read into the theory of time travel? And I, I read an article and this is way off topic and we need to eventually get back to shit. <laughs> But I was reading an article about time travel and about how they were proving that it was theoretically possible math- right. with the mathematics. Right. Because originally what they were saying is you can't time travel back and change something because if you can and it doesn't happen, you were never there to go back and do it. So it's like a paradox or some shit. Mm. But then they were getting the mathematics where it was actually, oh, it was actually possible. Mm. You can't do this shit. You like divergent timelines and shit? Huh? Talking about like divergent timelines? I don't know, man. Okay. I'm not a scientist. I know. <laughs> I know, buddy. You don't have to tell us that. God damn it. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know. There's only one way to try back. I mean, if you got a time machine and it's all fucked up, you can just do it again, right? Unless the time machine disappears because when you uh... fucking go back in time and now it's gone. I don't know. It's yeah. crazy. So, try last for six months. On October 14th, 92... Roughly two years after being arrested, the judge and jury came to a conclusion. Judge Leonardo, here's another ABC one. It sounds like Abrac fucking Cadabra. Abkusanov. Abkusanov. This one's really hard. But, anyways, Abracadabra reads his verdict quote, Taking into consideration the monster's crimes that he committed, the court has no alternative. But to impose the sentence that he deserves, I therefore sentenced him to death. When he was asked, "What do you think of the end of your life?" Now Chikatilo responds to this shit, saying some shit like, "I don't know. I'm in the other world already. I've been there a long time already. I was killed many times. I'm cut off from this world. Nothing is left in this world. Nothing." And so, how long did it take for them to carry out the execution? Do you know? I mean, it was, what do you mean, like, the like actual they, execution itself? Yeah, like, so, like, for Americans, it, it might take, like, 30 years. Oh. After it does, they, they say, I sentenced him to death, and someone dragged him out back. Did you share a pistol? Uh, it took it took about a year and a half. Okay, that's pretty expedited. Yeah. So, after the judge said the shit, the court literally erupted in applause, and rightfully so. They were fucking mm. happy as fuck. Yeah. After reading... Andre is ranting in his cage, anger in his eyes, and drool running down his face. <laughs> I mean, he's just fucking looking like a madman. He's pissed, throwing his shoulder at the guards. The guards has to come and take him away. But what did he expect? Did he really think his fantasy, uh, did he think make him think everyone would see him as a hero as he did? Because remember his his fantasy about killing the boys? Right. About how, how he, he was, was actually a hero, a hero doing yeah. it. I don't get it. I don't get none of it. So almost two years later, probably caused by his appeals, but on February 15th, 1994, the day before was Valentine's Day. I Mm. think it's a little poetic. It should have been on February 14th. Should have been. Should have been, but it wasn't. Andre Tricatillo was taken to a private cell in the Rostov prison. In the cell, he would meet his fate, a fate far more humane than that of what he gave his victims. He was executed. Shot in the back of the head behind his right ear. They didn't fuck around with none of this. <laughs> they didn't. Let me <laughs> they fucking him. numb you with some shots and then you'll go to sleep. Nah, bitch. We're going to take you in this cell. That's just us. It's dark. And we're just going to shoot you in the back of the fucking head. I think they even told One them. bullet. You think they even told them what they were doing? I- <laughs> like, okay, Andre, we're changing cells. Okay, go in there. Oh, it's dark in here. It's about to be darker. <laughs> <laughs> or even better. They take me some- Yes, Andre, your appeal has been approved, so we're going to take you to this cell to with the rest of the prisoners. To yes. so no lice. Yes. Uh, we'll get you some Russian maize in here. They will jerk you off. <laughs> uh, what do you want to eat? Steak, potatoes? 
you get the finest meals. Oh, by the way, we're, f- we're just fucking with you. We're going to kill you. <laughs> Look at the flowers, Andre. Look at the flowers. <laughs> no last meal, no nothing. Why in the cell? Just take them outside. That sounds like a mess. I got to clean that shit. It's probably got a drain hole. and uh, You think it's the execution cell? Oh, it's absolutely. Do you is. think they even pick up the old bodies? Like They just leave them in there? They probably have a fucking drop door. Dude. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. And in the drop doors, like, they're Putin. guard dogs. It's just Putin. And the guard dogs. Yeah. Putin's yeah. down there. He's Putin, a baby yeah. at this point, isn't he? Yeah. He's just like. That's, yeah. He's down there. He eats the bodies. That's, that's why he's yeah. got a dick. Hard yeah. dick all the time. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Same thing with Stalin. Yeah. That's how he's raised. That's why Putin's so strong. He survived off of criminals. <laughs> Putin doesn't look that strong, but so Russians, Hannibal Lecter, the boogeyman, the butcher of Rostov, saying his quote, "I'm nothing but an actor who's performing a role to earn an Oscar and to get into the Guinness Book of Records." That's all. Yes, Andre, you're just an actor, except you did all this shit. Not some, but all. Not acting. Maybe you were improving. Maybe acting in your head. But that shit was real. It was real to the victims, for sure. Hmm. Andre Chikatilo. Arguably the biggest kahuna piece of shit of serial killing. He's been used to better understand serial killers, though. In the late 90s, and maybe still today, Rostov Don became a crime capital of the world. Not only that, but in 1999, Newsweek published a story saying, quote, 29 multiple murders and rapists have been caught in the area over the past 10 years. The writer Owen Matthews claims Rostov Don, at the time of the article, was the serial capital of the world. So keep that in mind when traveling <laughs> restrictions are lifted, and you're like, where should I go on my next vacation? Stay away. There's still other Andres around there. Unless you're Something's having in the uh, water. marital problems, you know, then, uh, hey, maybe we go to Rostov. Yeah, hit up a train station. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't go into the woods. <laughs> so that wraps up the three-parter of the big kahuna Andre Chikatilo. And I don't know about you, but I'm so fucking glad it's <laughs> over, man. I can I can stop wearing my fucking Olympic because I dressed apart. Yeah. I'm looking, yeah. I, he shaved his head, too. Yep. I've been taking yeah. pills that making me impotent. And every now and then, <laughs> I know you guys don't have to see it, but he slaps his wet I dick pull my on dick the out. table. <laughs> it's out right now. No, it's not. I'm wearing pants. Where am I? <laughs> So over a month researching this monster, and there's so much more we could include. We could probably do a fucking whole podcast season on this motherfucker. But I, I just don't think I'm mentally prepared no. for that. No. So if you want to look him up more, you can. There's a lot out on. Uh, there's books. There's a uh, movie. What Citizen X, Killer X. I think uh, who plays him in fucking that movie? Kevin Costner. Really? No, it's not oh. Kevin Costner. It's somebody. Samuel L. Jackson. Maybe it is. <laughs> I forget who the actor is, but I've heard it's a good one. Okay. I didn't want to. I didn't want to watch the movie and kind of go towards the theatric side. Yeah. Um, if we didn't lose any of you during this journey about mm. uh, Zach's multiple jokes on little girls' murders, <laughs> <laughs> but, but on our journey of mayhem here, yeah. and you actually enjoyed the story telling, obviously not the story itself. Give us five stars on the Apple Podcast. Because, again, I'm going to keep fucking saying this. I'm going to rape your ears with it. Because that's how we get discovered. That's how people listen to us. And that's how I can stop sucking dick on fucking <laughs> Boulevard and Forth. But so, until then, <laughs> he's on Boulevard and Forth. <laughs> so rate us. Um, run a fucking review. Give a testimony of the Dill Knife Dough. Like, it's a stabbingly good time. <laughs> or whatever. Like I said, it helps a great deal. And if you're feeling extra awesome, and I mean extra awesome, go to patreon.com forward slash Requiem for a Murder, where you can get perks, bonus content, ad-free shit, because eventually we're going to start throwing some ads in here, because we are a bit of a bums, man. Like we said, we're hooking on the street, bitch. Along with some shout-outs, I'll send you some pictures of my feet. Oh, as many pictures as you want. <laughs> and to help get better equipment for a higher quality content. <clears throat> Fuck yeah. Thanks for joining us for Andre Chikatilo Part 3 on Requiem for a Murder. Stay safe. Stay out of the woods. Yeah. And embrace the darkness. Mm. And remember, if you wet your bed and can't get an erection, 
Go talk to a shrink. Talk to someone. <laughs> Maybe not your dog Sam, because we all know about that one. But Viagra is out there. Yes, get Viagra. We have solutions to these problems. There's no no reason, no need to molest and murder for these things anymore. And TikTok is a thing now. Yes, it's not going to be as easy. Yes, you're not going to get to 56. Get on there. Hmm. But not showcasing your murders. <laughs> Just get some Viagra. Be normal. Talk to somebody. Until then, 